Bravo lovers, and welcome to another episode of Bravo Tea with Jared B. Of course, I'm your host, one of one. I am the only one, Jared B. So we're doing things a little different today. I am not recapping The Real Housewives of Orange County because there is no new episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Instead, I'm going to be discussing Bethany Frankel's interview with Rachel from Vanderpump rules part one and two so if you don't know this bethany has been on this mission to take down bravo and bring justice to exploited reality star stars excuse me like rachel uh so let's get right into part one so this interview starts off with rachel talking about why she decided to go to a mental health facility and she said that she needed to understand her behavior and why she chooses unavailable men and why she ends up in unhealthy relationships. And I'm like, yes, girl, more power to you. Take care of yourself and do the work to understand why you have ended up in the position where you are now. I applaud that and I have nothing to say about that at all. But I do find it interesting that she wanted to quiet the noise after so much online hate and vitriol, but ended up interviewing with one of the noisiest people on the internet, Bethany Frankel, because it's not quiet anymore. And the only person and entity I see benefiting from this interview is Bethany and her podcast. Because here are many of us Bravo, uh, you know, content creators talking about it, tweeting about it. Instagramming about it, probably TikToking about it. So here we are. And let's take it back to last week's episode. I said that Bethany's kink is attention. Uh, and here we are. She's getting all the attention pretty much this whole week. So I'm sure Bethany is in a state of nirvana. She is loving it, I'm sure. Um, so I have to say in the first 10 minutes of this interview, Rachel seemed fully present in a way that I feel like she wasn't on the Vanderpump Rules reunion. I can tell that she has done the work on herself emotionally and mentally, but I do feel bad for her because it's clear that she just wanted to tell her side of the story, that she just wanted to be heard without distraction, without uh, manipulative editing. And I just don't think that this platform was the place to get that. But on the other hand, I understand why she did it because it's not like Oprah is going to be knocking on Rachel's uh, door to interview her, you know. So Rachel didn't have any other option but to interview with Bethany Frankel. But there's a point about 15 minutes into this interview where Bethany says it seems like the show that Rachel is on, Vanderpump Rules, celebrates the bad behavior, the affairs, all of those things. And let's be honest, in the world of reality television, bad behavior is rewarded. As long as, as, long as it doesn't cross the line, but at this point, who knows where this line is? We, the viewers, we love the drama. We love the drunken behavior and antics. We love the scandal of it all, whether it's on Vanderpump Rules, Summer House, Below Deck, The Real Housewives, or Southern Charm. That's why we tune in. So I think it's important that we all acknowledge that fact. We enjoy watching the train wreck as long as the train wreck is not happening to us. So we get to this point in the interview where Bethany references the machine behind production and reality television. And she gets into like the villain and the hero and someone's got to be killed and someone else has to do the killing. And it's like, calm down, Bethany. It's a reality show. It's not Stranger Things. It's not Game of Thrones. It's not Breaking Bad. 
It's a reality television show. Then Bethany mentions that Rachel made less than a year of doing Vanderpump Rules than what Bethany's interns make. And what I love is, of course, leave it to TMZ to do a quick fact check. And according to TMZ, they reported that Rachel made $350,000 on season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. So if Bethany's interns are making more than $350,000 a year, sign me up. Sign me up now. Where can I sign up? Where can I send my uh, resume? <laughs> because I will take a shot at this B, okay? <laughs> Give me a shot. <laughs> so Rachel mentions the fact that Ariana and her, they were never best friends, even though that was the narrative being spun on Vanderpump Rules. She said that they were acquaintances, part of the same friend group, but Ariana was always nice to her, always encouraged her and defended her. Um, and honestly, I can believe this. At the end of the day, these reality shows are a job, and most of these people aren't even friends in real life. Many are, but most aren't. They have a job to do, and it's their job to make it seem like they are a group of friends. Nevertheless, you still slept with Ariana's boyfriend, whether she was your bestie, your acquaintance, or your next-door neighbor. That's a fact. Then Bethany asks Rachel, how real was Tom and Ariana's relationship? The first thing Rachel says is that she wouldn't have been involved with Sandoval if she knew that there was longevity to Tom and Ariana's relationship. Now, to me, this is a weird thing to admit because she's saying she knew this wasn't a real relationship or a relationship that had legs. So that's why she decided to participate in this affair. So at this point, Rachel, you're looking mad crazy because whether real or not, formally, they were in a relationship despite the circumstances. If you wanted to be with Tom Sandoval so bad, you should have let him know that this tryst, the situation that was going on between you and him goes no further until you know officially that they have broken up. And her mistake was believing that this man that wanted to have his cake and eat it too, was genuine about how he felt about her and was being honest about his relationship with Ariana. So now, Rachel, you're looking like Boo Boo the Fool. And you still are, unfortunately. Because at this point, Ariana's winning. She's making bank. She's on the show. Tom Sandoval is winning. Based on the footage I've seen, Tom Sandoval seems to have made up with most of the cast. We'll see what happens once season 11 airs, but it seems like things are kind of going well for Tom Sandoval. So then uh, we get into the video of Rachel pleasuring herself that Tom Sandoval screen recorded without her consent, which uh, I'm sure is illegal. I'm sure. So maybe I should say allegedly, allegedly Tom Sandoval screen recorded, uh, what's her name, Rachel? I I don't know. I, like, I want to say Raquel, but I want to honor where she is in her life and say Rachel. So like, if I mess up the Rachel and Raquel, excuse me, because um, I'm just, you know, trying to get it correct. I'm trying to come correct and I'm trying to get it correct. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is illegal. Because I talked about this on another episode that um, it is legal to record someone without their consent unless it is in a public place. 
and a hotel room with Rachel pleasuring herself is definitely not a public place. Um, she also believes that Ariana showed and sent this video to other people. Um, I can believe that as well. <sighs> Excuse me. Why do I always get indigestion when I'm recording? It's like, what is going on? But um, I have to say that I can believe this as well, because in my mind, if you were in shock, if you are heartbroken by this discovery uh, because you found this video on your boyfriend's phone of her, uh, that he screen recorded of your friend, acquaintance, whatever, pleasuring herself on video, I can see someone sending it to their friends to show them what you've discovered. I'm not taking sides on this, but I'm just saying I could see it happening. Um, so now let's get into part two. This part starts with Rachel confirming that Sheena did physically assault her, allegedly, and that she has a permanent scar on her eyebrow. And this where, this is where I'm confused, because at the reunion, Rachel rescinded the restraining order and mentioned that maybe that, maybe she should have written her a personal note. This is when Rachel was watching the reunion from the trailer. Um, so I'm guessing the dropping of the restraining order was because Sheena didn't allegedly physically assault Rachel. Uh, it was because of personal damage it could have done to Sheena emotionally, financially, and reputationally. I don't know if that's a word, but let's stick with it. Um, <laughs> Rachel also mentions that she questioned why she would trust Sandoval after he screen recorded the self-pleasure video after, uh, the scene wrapped, Tom Sandoval threatened to boycott filming unless that part was edited out. This is another thing that I could believe. I believe it because if that part was left in and aired, Tom Sandoval would find himself in a position where people would be calling for him to be charged with a crime. After all, it is a crime what he did. He would probably probably lose out on business opportunities and people would probably be calling him a predator uh, of some sort on social media on top of being a cheater. Uh, so Tom Sandoval, according to Rachel, allegedly leveraged his power as a cast member on the show and the main subject of Scandoval to get that part edited out. And it worked. It worked. So Rachel also mentioned that Sandoval told her that during contract negotiations, he was getting a producer credit on the show. And I think it's quite naive for Rachel to think that production would make Tom Sandoval a producer on the show. That's not his show. You know, it's not Tom Sandoval rules. You know, it's not a spinoff Schwartz and Sandy's Tom Tom. You know, it's not his show. It's Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd's show. He's one of several cast members. The show does not revolve around him. Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd are credited on the show as producers because it is their show. And the show does center around the people that work at their restaurants and bars. Um, but Rachel also mentioned the fact that Kristen Do Doty started being vocal about the alleged abuse, excuse me, um, 
And I've heard about this physical abuse. I believe I've seen rumblings about it on social media. Uh, she uh, alleges that while in a relationship with James Kennedy, that Kristen Doty experienced uh, allegedly, you know, physical abuse, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, uh, like I said, while being in a relationship with James Kennedy. Um, but she also thinks that Kristen Doty was offered a spinoff to keep quiet. Like I said, I've heard these rumors about James Kennedy allegedly being abusive towards Kristen. Rachel says that she believes it because she has seen James Kennedy be violent. Um, also, Kristen Doty released a video where she confirmed the allegations of abuse that she experienced from James Kennedy. Take a look and take a listen. Good morning, my loves. I have received lots of DMs, text messages, and all that good stuff regarding the Bethany and Rachel interview. Um, Bethany has not reached out to me, however... I will say Rachel is not lying in the small clip that I heard, but um, she's telling some truths. Um, but I was definitely not offered any sort of hush money um, or anything like that, for sure. I'm, I'm expensive. But if anyone just wants to like give me money like for fun, I'm always down for that. But that's all I really have to say is that... Um, she does. Rachel did say some things factually. Okay. In addition to what I was saying, I just want to reiterate that I've only seen one TikTok, one small, small clip. Um, because now you guys are messaging me saying she talked a bunch of shit about me or something. And I don't know. I'm not that invested. I'm I was just saying from the one little TikTok that I did see, um she was telling the truth about some things. Except for the hush money part. That's all to clear. So now if these allegations about James Kennedy are true, why is he still on the show? I feel like that should be a hard line for the network, Bravo, and it should be a hard line for production. It should be a red line. It should be a line in the sand that this will not be tolerated if these allegations are true. And if we have heard about it, if rumblings have been on the internet about it, on social media about it, then I'm sure production has heard about it. I'm sure the network has heard about it. I'm sure Lisa Vanderpump has heard about it. I'm sure a lot of people involved in the making of the show has heard about it. So why are they protecting James Kennedy? Um, and then Bethany does something weird, but like hilarious at the time. She decides to recite, read back to Rachel, the nasty things that her cast members said about her on the Vanderpump Rules reunion. And I'm like, let's not re-traumatize this girl, okay? This girl had to go away to a mental health facility for months in order to get her mind back and get her, well, get her mind right uh, and get her emotions together after what she dealt with on Vanderpump Rules and the aftermath, you know, the, the social media hate and vitriol. 
And I agree, her cast member said some nasty, hateful, and disgusting things to her at that reunion. And I also want to take ownership of the fact that I participated in that too. Uh, not at the level her cast members participated in it, but I did call Rachel a homewrecker and a sideline hoe. Um, so I, I'm sorry about that, Rachel. Sorry, girl. I was just in the moment. I was recording. I was trying to give the people, you know, some content and I got a little out of hand. So I take back what I said even though it might be true. Um, so, like I said, I want to apologize for my participation and the hate that she received, not only while being on the show, but while also from the audience. Um, but I also have to say that Bethany Frankel should tread lightly because she has said some nasty and hurtful things to her cast members, you know, while she was on the Real Housewives of New York. Let's take a look and take a listen. I think you're a fraud because really you've come up with six fake way. businesses and no one buys any of it. It's all bullshit from the toaster to the cabriolesque to the jeweler that I introduced that you for your jewelry. It's not I bullshit. I sold a $10,000 diamond bracelet to a guy I don't even know. I'm sure. Oh, I know. Is he part of the Nigerian football team or yeah, is he from perfume? Shad? Yeah. I'm finally getting the contract together for the perfume. Okay, I don't believe any of it. Years. I honestly, nobody believes any of it. I'm telling you to your face, Pardon. I don't like you, I don't trust you, and I think you're a snake. You Excuse talk to me? Yes, that's what I really think. What is the matter with you? It's true. It's what I really, from my bottom of my soul, feel. You are, I feel you that you are a non-trustworthy, competitive snake that gives and compliments you? that are dead. And you? You speak and you don't know what you're saying. You're the most unintelligent human being really? I've ever had the pleasure to be around. No, no, yeah. Really? That's yeah, me. you have the worst vocabulary. That's you are really in Look in the fucking mirror. Look at me. Look at you. You've never checked in on Dennis. Not what once. No, you never asked about Dennis. You never asked. You never asked. Of course I did. No, you don't. No, you don't. Every day it's about you. Every fucking day it's about you. It is. Every fucking second it's about you. Oh, because I didn't get a massage because you're an asshole that didn't even have lunch with us today that you go to look at your own poster i you're, went you're, for a you, swim at you, the you, beach you, 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 for you, god's you, sake you're, you're missing you, her pain you're not getting get it this is so sad this is so sad do you understand it was a whole weekend i took weeks of my life for you she's being your f***ing doormat i know she has no, not she been my you, doormat she she's my friend she saved you we I had lawyers come to your house on a Sunday. I spoke to your kids. I sat outside in your driveway to make sure that you didn't drive your car. You almost crashed the boat and killed your friends. You were running in a field in negligee and had to be taken in cop cars. And I made sure that they didn't record it so you didn't ultimately get arrested. I was not you in a good place. You left the rehab that I got you for free two weeks early and said, I didn't leave two weeks early. Yes, you did. You no, did. I left a week early to go because I had to work. For cabaret! Yes, and I needed to go and do that. For cabaret, you left I needed rehab. to go and do that. I got it for free. You're sick. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're you talking about. You're talking about real estate. One thing I have to say uh, that Bethany Frankel is very good at it that's contradicting herself you know it's like you know she she creates rules for one set of people that she feels like that she's exempt from because the you know the very things that she accuses bravo of she has participated in herself the same thing that she offers criticism to uh rachel's cast members from vanderpump rules she has also participated in herself so like you know 
Bethany is winning on the attention front, but I don't know if Bethany's winning on the support front because I feel like at this point, people are now team Bravo. And like, you know, it's possible this upcoming pending litigation that's going to happen against Bravo and NBC Universal, it could be valid. It could be valid, but the way that Bethany Frankel is going about it is um, taking away the validity of what she is trying to accomplish. Um, I just don't think that Bethany Frankel was the right person to be leading the helm of taking down Bravo. You know, I, I just don't. Um, I'm very curious what part three of Bethany's uh, interview is going to be like. She is milking this shit like like no other. There is like 15 minutes of commercials in part one and part two. Like it says, you know, 45 minutes is really 30. Okay. The second episode, it says 34 minutes is probably like 20, 25, you know. And my question is, did Rachel get paid? for these uh, interviews. And I know it's not normal to pay someone for an interview, but you're talking about how you don't want reality stars to be exploited. But here you are with Rachel on your platform and you're exploiting what she went through and her story to boost up your show, your podcast. I mean, that's the truth of the matter. Let's let's own it, okay? Let's mention it all, okay? I, I, it just, it's very confusing the way that Bethany Frankel is going about this. I've mentioned before that she's thirsty and she loves attention. And I'm afraid that all of this is going to get to the point where it's going to be the wrong kind of attention. And like, in my mind, I would love to be a right. I would love to be a writer on the wall. I would love to be a, a fly on the wall at Bravo headquarters, uh, you know, I would love to see the conversations that Andy is having with Bravo. Like, I, I just, I wish I knew what was going on at, at Bravo and what they're discussing about Bethany. And also because Andy and Bethany used to be friends, and I'm pretty sure they're not friends any longer after Bethany has gone on this tirade about getting reality stars to be a part of a union, which I agree with. There should be a reunion for reality, uh, not a reunion, a union for reality television. Uh, I do agree with that. I might not agree with the way that she's going about it, but also now she is part of this uh, possible litigation against NBC Universal and Bravo. So I'm like curious what Andy really thinks about what Bethany is doing. Of course, Andy's not going to say anything because he is employed by Bravo. And at the end of the day, he is the executive producer of the Real Housewives franchise. So I guess we should just stay tuned to what's going to happen uh, because I'm sure there's going to be more Coming down the pipeline, I also saw on Twitter, there are rumors that there's going to be this expose that's going to be coming out about Bravo in the next couple of months. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this is false. It is simply just a rumor at this point. But I'm like, in the next several months, that's specifically what the tweet said. But there's only four months left of the year. So I'm like wondering, when are they going to drop this alleged expose? Is it going to be on the week leading up to BravoCon? 
I can see that happening because while this is supposed to be, you know, a major moment for Bravo, BravoCon is like the Super Bowl of the year for Bravo. And imagine if this expose drops leading up to BravoCon, it's going to be something that everyone's going to be talking about. um, And it's going to take away attention from BravoCon and probably give the wrong type of press to BravoCon when it happens. So we shall see what happens. And, you know, I can't wait to see what tricks Bethany Frankel has up her sleeve. Um, sleeve, excuse me. But yeah, this was a quick episode of Bravo Tea with Jared B. Um, I appreciate the support as always. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bravo Tea with Jared B. Follow us on Twitter at Bravo Tea with JB. We are on Threads. We are on TikTok. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave a review for uh, the podcast because that does help our metrics. It does give us a little boost so other people can find Bravo Tea with Jared B. I greatly appreciate the support as always. Continue to tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, your lovers, your children, your cats, your dogs to listen to Bravo Tea with Jared B. Also, you can subscribe to the show on YouTube. We are visual, okay? This is a visual moment. You see me, I can't see you, but you can see me. (laughs) But like I said, I love you guys for listening. I hope you all have a great weekend and I will see you next week on Bravo Tea with Jared B. Have a good one.